Minnesota is part of a new multi-state effort to help rural, tribal, and underserved communities unlock federal funds for climate action. A $10 million grant has been set out for six states to create technical assistance centers that will provide support with applying for federal funds for energy and environmental projects. And the University of Minnesota is overseeing that initiative. Associate Professor Bonnie Keeler of the Humphrey School of Public Affairs is one of the leads. Hey, Bonnie, welcome to ClimateCast. Hi, Paul. Thanks for having me. So the $10 million grant will build these technical assistance centers. What kind of support will they provide? If you think about the kinds of projects that this funding could unlock, whether it's replacing your furnace in a community center with a high-efficiency heat pump or developing community-owned battery storage or solar projects, those require engineering expertise. They sometimes require legal expertise, sometimes matching funds, complicated permitting processes, community development plans. And most communities, tribal governments, even state and local governments don't necessarily have the capacity or the expertise to compete for what can be fairly resource-intensive, bureaucratic, lengthy processes um, that require a lot of technical expertise. Um, And so that's where these TIC-TACs or these uh, technical assistance centers are really aiming to help. How soon will we see these technical assistance centers open up? We are planning to start in June. So we're really ramping up to move quickly. There are existing proposals that are open. There are grant opportunities that are coming down the pipeline. So we want to, as quickly as possible, staff up so that we can serve communities. Uh, And that means we're hiring grant writers, grant navigators, folks who have engineering expertise, who have legal expertise and policy expertise, who know the landscape of their state governments across these six states, who have relationships with tribal governments, who have built networks of community leaders who have already started the deep kind of engagement that's needed to help communities articulate what priorities they have for the investments they want. So we're we're really um, ramping up to move pretty quickly and get this service up and running this summer. And how will you track your progress? What are the metrics of success with this program? So we want to see states, tribal governments, communities, especially communities that have not gotten federal funding in the past, who have felt like these processes are overly burdensome and inaccessible, we want to see those communities especially getting access to this funding. And that's really what success looks like. How should people reach out if they think they might qualify? Yeah, we'll have a website up and running soon, and that'll hopefully have a one-stop shop telephone number. There'll be a newsletter There'll be information there on how to access these technical assistance services. I should also mention there's another regional uh, technical assistance center based in Chicago that we'll be collaborating with, and then three national centers that will also provide technical assistance. So these are new experiments, these kinds of boundary-spanning organizations that EPA has set up to address this gap, and there'll be a lot of collaborative work across regions and the national level to really mobilize as many resources as we can to, to get these capacity issues addressed. Bonnie Keeler with the University of Minnesota Humphrey School of Public Affairs. Thanks for sharing your perspective on ClimateCast today. Thanks, Paul. That's ClimateCast. I'm NPR Chief Meteorologist Paul Hutton.